The following is a production of Monte Vista Christian School. Welcome to this episode of Monta Vista Christian School's Alumni Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Devin Kleffer, and on this episode, I've got the privilege of sitting down with Vanessa Lee, who is a graduate of the class of 2003. And Vanessa, welcome to NBC's Alumni Spotlight Podcast. Thank you very much for having me here today. Well, thanks for taking time out of your schedule. We're excited to, to hear your story. And let's just kind of start at the beginning when you first came to Monta Vista. What are some of your earliest memories of arriving at Monta Vista Christian School? So I came from Hong Kong, and I remember it was uh, 2001 when I first came to Monte Vista. Um, that was the first time I left home and come to the U.S., um, when I first arrived, uh, it was just the beginning of the school year, and then 911 happened. Wow. Um, I remember at the time, it was right in between classes, so we have to come back to the dorm and change our books and then go back to class again. So right when we were walking into and out of the dorm, I saw the TV on the, in the lounge, and the TV was showing the plane crashing in the, one of the building, and at first I didn't think too much about it. I thought someone was watching a movie, mm. and I didn't think too much about it until like later in the day, people start talking in in class. Uh, teachers were talking about it, and then uh, we have prayers. Uh, and I remember at the time that the atmosphere was very sad for the entire school for many many days. Mm. What an incredible experience to arrive in. A country, a new school, and then to have such a major event go down. How do you think, it, in some ways, that that kind of shaped your introduction to being at this new school and in the United States? Actually, when I uh, first come to the U.S., I didn't really know a whole lot of uh, what which state I want to go to. I always thought, oh, if I come to the U.S., it will be like New York. Um, but for some reason. Um, my mom doesn't really want me to go to a snowy weather area and want me to go to a warm California. So I was kind of, uh, I feel kind of fortunate because I could end up <laughs> to be in New York if that was my choice and that would be bad. Well, mom had some wisdom there. We thank mom for that wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, so you arrive and as you're getting to know your schoolmates and, of course, uh, your your fellow members of, of the dorm and, and getting transitioned to, to dorm life, give us a little snapshot of what was life like on campus at that time that you were there? Um, I remember teachers were very nice and caring. Uh, so, like, after class, um, a lot of them will visit the dorm and spend time with us and get to know us more. Um, and I spend most of my time on campus living in the dorm because I don't have families or relatives in the nearby area. Mm. Um, so the only time I left campus or like trip to church once a week, uh, we go to shopping trips on the weekend. Usually uh, the dean will drive the uh, school bus and take us to like a shopping mall. Uh, I remember we went to Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe um, and some homestay with uh, family with other students and I also make a lot of friends from people from different countries which I feel very fortunate about. 
Hmm. I, I love that. I think you've painted a picture that a lot of folks that are listening to this right now can resonate with. You mentioned teachers, and of course, you've gone on after high school and gotten degrees and, and certifications. But I'm, I'm curious, Vanessa, from your perspective, was there something different about Monta Vista, whether it's the teachers or the teachers' relationships with the students? What, what kind of makes that stand out, do you think? Um, I think it's because um, living so far away from our family and friends, and being in a new country, and I remember the first day when I arrived at home, and when my aunt left, well, my aunt lived in Los Angeles, so it's kind of far away. When she left, I actually was crying. Mm. And I think at the time, my aunt was under the impression that I will miss her. But actually, I wasn't thinking about missing her. It was more like, I don't know anyone around me, and I don't know what wow. to do. Yeah. So, so I think the teachers uh, play a very important part in my life there, especially the first year, because... Um, you know, um, we don't really know anybody the first time we, we uh, arrive in, on campus. And, you know, the teachers are not just teaching in class, but they are actually going above and beyond and uh, try to, you know, um, talk to us after class or come to the dorm, just hang out with us. Um, I remember uh, Mrs. Kirchner always uh, brought with her uh, little Jen, and we love Jen, and she was a cutie. I, I think she was uh, two years old at the time. Wow. We love we love having her around. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I love hearing stories like this, and you know, you mentioned Mrs. Kirchner, and you know, are there some other teachers that kind of at your time at Monta Vista Christian really kind of stand out? Whether that's giving you a passion for a subject or just made a special connection with. Yeah, uh, Mr. Kago, I remember um, that year in 2001, it was the first time Monte Vista offered orchestra class. And I think there were like six to eight people in the class. I don't quite remember, but uh, so I was playing piano at the time. Um, we have a couple violinists and a cellist, and that's pretty much it. And when I was in Hong Kong, my school has a very long history of established orchestra. So mm. when I first come to um, uh, Monte Vista, and it was a really small class, I, I at first felt like, well, how can you have an orchestra with like less than eight people? But, you know, that's interesting. But um, I was never given a chance to participate in school band or, or orchestra when I was in Hong Kong because... Um, we have a very competitive um, selection back at the time. Mm. You need to be real good in order to get in. But I guess the, the good thing about having a small class is you get more opportunity and you get to spend more time with each other. So uh, I remember Mr. Kago um, always encouraged me uh, to um, try something new and uh, give me challenge and even if I play not well or lack of practice or he never discouraged me he always encouraged the students so it it built my confidence because uh when i was in hong kong i was i never dreamed about being able to select it into orchestra but i feel i feel um when i was in monte vista i feel like i was given this chance and the teacher actually encouraged me to do something that i didn't know i am able to do and i remember at the time we have to um, play 
music in the like a Christmas celebration kind of thing every Christmas and uh, we have a lot of audience uh, parents and friends they're all sitting in uh, the gym so there were a lot of people and I have never played on a stage before so um, I would say Mr. Kago gave me a, a chance to play on stage <laughs> that was something that I never dreamed of and uh, it was a great experience I love that. You painted such a great picture and I, I can see that. And I think it's it's safe to say that so many students that have come in and out of Monta Vista throughout its history have experienced similar things like that. Just given the chance to to really shine when when the opportunity presents itself. You know, let me ask this, Vanessa, when it comes to some of the other schools and you mentioned the school that you were at, at Hong Kong before coming to Monta Vista Christian. What are some of the differences not maybe with just the teachers, but just the overall kind of energy of the campus or how things are done. What what are some of the differences you would note between Monta Vista Christian and the other schools that you've attended? Um, I think students are very nice. I came from a school that is very competitive. And a lot of time, uh, if I don't understand a certain concept, if I ask my friends, like in my school in Hong Kong, People don't want to show you, people don't want to explain to you how things work or help you with uh, class because they're afraid that you will get smarter than them. Mm. But it's very different in Monte Vista. Um, if you ask your friend for help, um, they are very happy to help you and um, we study together. Um, so I think um, people have a very kind and caring um, personality. Um, they are very friendly in Monte Vista. I love that insight, Vanessa. And, and I'm curious because, you know, one of the things that you had mentioned previously in our conversation was the confidence that you were allowed to kind of build up and, and the confidence that others had placed in you, and in particular with the orchestra. And you have gone on to accomplish some pretty cool things since you graduated from Monte Vista Christian. And, and more recently, you've required or, or rather you have uh, gained some accolades for um, being a, a woman in industry. And so just kind of take us on a little bit of a tour of where you've been since graduating Monte Vista Christian and, and what you're up to right now. Yeah. So after Monte Vista, um, I went to University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Uh, I got a degree in material science and engineering with a concentration in metallurgy. And after that, I went to work at U.S. Steel in Gary, Indiana. Um, it's a steel company. We make um, hot dip galvanizing material for construction and uh, automotive uh, customer. And after that, uh, I was actually laid off in 2009 when the, uh, during the financial crisis. Uh, it took me a couple of months to launch another position. I moved to Alabama and worked for ThyssenKrupp Steel. Uh, also another steel company. Um, I worked there for six years and then I want to take on a challenge so I took um, I took the offer from Novellus Aluminum and I moved to Michigan. They have a sales office there uh, mainly serving the automotive customer so at the time I was uh, giving a lot of uh, customer support uh, traveling uh, to and from customer site. Uh, I was the quality engineer at the time and uh, two years ago, I moved to Novellus, Terre Haute, Indiana, and I'm currently a technical manager. Uh, we make uh, flat roll aluminum. In this particular location, uh, 
our aluminum are sold to container customers. So you can imagine uh, the turkey pans, the pie pans, uh, household foil. Uh, actually, in the U.S. market, for all the domestic um, U.S. foil, 60% come from my plant in Terre Haute. Wow. So, yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, make in America. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have a group of uh, process product and quality engineer, um, and we are mainly responsible for supporting customers because we are in the quality department. Uh, we provide recommendation to customer on what type of alloy. Um, we work for them based on listening to what they need. Um, you know, deep drawing, or stamping, uh, mechanical properties. We also design new product and new process route and get it qualified. Uh, we need to make sure that our facility meet the ISO standard. Uh, we focus on improving the productivity, reducing downtime and scrap. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much um, what my career is. And um, that's what I do as a metallurgist. I, so this is so fascinating to me because I'm I'm jotting down notes as as I'm listening and there's this incredible hybrid of of stimulated career and manufacturing and engineering and it's just this incredible mix of so many different areas and so Vanessa I've got to ask both as as someone who is a teacher at Monta Vista now but also as a, a father of a little girl like tell us just about your I guess, journey as a woman into a field that historically ha has been largely run by men. Yeah, so when I was little, I always liked to look at, you know, chemical reactions and physics experiment. And I always liked science. Uh, when I was in school, I love science class. I, I love lab. I don't like to just sit there and listen to the teacher. I like hands-on uh, activities. So I really love doing lab work. And I wasn't really thinking about, uh, okay, when I grow up, I want to work on so-and-so, whatever. I didn't know at the time. And I think that's perfectly fine. You don't need to have a dream of, when I grow up, I want to be such and such. But just uh, believe in yourself and just um, do what interests you most. So um, I knew that when I go to um, college, I want to pick engineering and somebody introduced me to material science because it's a mix of chemistry and physics at the time i didn't really know a whole lot of what they do but i was like oh, okay i will try it out and i just stick with it uh, i remember the first uh my first year my freshman year in college there were 70 students in my class and um, by the time i get to my sophomore year only 50 people left Wow. Uh, some of them changed major, some of them could not, um, didn't maintain a good grade, so they have to, they, they can't stay in the same program. Um, and then by the time I get to my senior year, there were only 11 people. Um, part of it is because some people left, and part of it is because we have to choose a concentration between uh, biomaterial, electronic material, metals, polymer, and ceramic. So you are breaking the big class into smaller class and there were 11 students in my metallurgy class and um, there were only three women in the class. And I didn't really think too much about, oh yeah, I'm a minority in the classroom. I never really think about that. Um, so in school, I didn't really think too much about, oh, there's not a whole lot of women um, 
doing engineering, but when I start working, it, it was a big difference because um, some of the company, they have been around for hundreds of years and they are very used to seeing supervisors that are men. Um, they are not um, used to seeing a young person coming out, speaking with an accent and is in management. Uh, it takes a long time to uh, get to the point where people start to know you more, people see your contributions, uh, people understand where you come from. It, it takes time. Uh, so it, it was never easy. Uh, sometimes people don't realize there are a lot of unconscious bias. Uh, but I think nowadays a lot of companies are focusing on inclusion and diversity. So nowadays a lot better. That's such a great insight, and thank you for sharing that, Vanessa. I'm curious, you've also very recently been uh, the recipient of some accolades as a woman within your industry, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, I received an award from Women in Manufacturing, which is a nonprofit organization, and uh, this year they started to have what they call a um, Hall of Fame. So they uh, selected 15 women in the industry, in the manufacturing industry. Um, and these 15 women are amazing women. They have done a lot of work in uh, advancing women, um, helping them to be successful in manufacturing field. Uh, so, so manufacturing is also, you know, grouped into the stamp area. Um, so what I have done uh, along the years was I wish I would have um, a role model when I was in school and I saw that a lot of time we see a lack of role model especially women in a male dominated field so uh, I outside of work I really enjoy spending time doing STEM outreach and I also mentor and coach high school and college students and also young professionals and try to help them navigate the academic and career path by simply sharing my experience. And sometimes maybe just need to give them a push, give them a support system um, so that they have confidence to overcome challenge. Um, and you know, ladies, we need you in engineering and manufacturing because women make amazing products. We don't want a bunch of people with the same background, the same idea, and we need a team of people with different ideas and different backgrounds so that they can share their ideas and come up with the best solution. Um, we need inno innovation from a diverse group of people. So if you love solving problems and challenges and you are fascinated by science or simply how things work, then please look into engineering. It may be for you. I, I, that's such a rousing endorsement. Thank you for saying that. Vanessa, as we get ready to kind of wrap things up for, for this episode, what is something, I, I guess you can look at this from a couple different ways, either what kind of advice or insight would you pass on to current Monta Vista students, or maybe another way to look at it is what do you wish someone would have told you when you were in high school, but however you want to kind of frame that, what, what's a bit of wisdom that you'd like to pass on to folks that are listening that are current students at Monta Vista Christian? Yeah, so I felt very fortunate to make friends from Monte Vista and especially a school with uh, so many people from different countries. Uh, a lot of school does not have international student program and so um, 
I, I start to learn uh, how to live independently before I even go to college. And I think that kind of make the transition a lot easier. Uh, I remember at the time when I first went to college, a lot of people were very uh, missing their friends and family. But to me, it's just something that just happened again. I was very uh, looking forward to going into college. I didn't cry like my friends because it's not the first time I left home. So I think uh, having that experience in high school helped prepare me to face more challenge. So my advice is to you know, simply keep in touch with these friends that you make during your high school times. Um, they may become your lifetime friends. And you know, diversity and inclusion is very important. If, if we all learn about different uh, people's story and their background and get an early exposure um, to interact with uh, different people, that will prepare you to be adaptable in a new living environment or community. Uh, you know, in the future, you may have to move from one town to another or maybe one state to another state, or even you may get a work assignment uh, temporarily to, to uh, live in another country. So if you um, have some exposure to uh, different um, background of people, diversity and get to expose yourself to you know this kind of challenges I think it will prepare you well for whatever is going to come to you next in your life well said Vanessa thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule we are so proud of you as a fellow Mustang and congrats on all of your accomplishments thus far thank you very much uh, please say hi to all the teachers for for me Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Monta Vista Christian School Alumni Spotlight Podcast. As always, please feel free to drop on by mvcpodcast.com where you can see our complete archive of shows. And hey, if you or someone you know is an alumni, let us know and we'd be happy to get their story told as well. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.